Aloha, party people. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 188. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly T-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For the collectors out there, be sure to check out their subscription program, where they offer a discounted 3, 6, or 12-month plan, or you can always buy shirts one at a time. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Tiki Tea, a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar in Los Angeles, California. Come get their house specialty, The Ray's Mistake, for only $6 on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. If you have a product, service, or event that you'd like to bring attention to, we can help. This podcast reaches thousands of listeners in over 100 countries every week. Imagine hearing your ad in this spot, just like you're hearing this one right now. Sponsor an episode and get the exposure you deserve. For more information, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on Services. Today, we chat with the gentlemen of leisure, the artist McBiff, Rick Miller, and Dan Watson. On this belated St. Patty's episode, we chat about our respective roots, the history and legacy every person leaves for future generations, and other thought-provoking, emotionally stimulating topics. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. And if you'd like to follow our adventures, subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash PolynesianPop, where you'll see drink recipes, event vlogs, and more. Alrighty, grab a drink and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room with the gentlemen of leisure, the artist McBiff, Rick Miller, and Dan Watson. Perfect timing, Rick. <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah we Rick. just started the show yeah. without you, of course. Come on in. You want to go clip your stupid thing on? I'll let you clip your microphone so on, Rick. professional here. All righty, folks. We are back inside the Desert Oasis room for another episode of the podcast. And we are recording our belated St. Patty's Day episode. And I apologize for this coming out late, but we weren't able to figure out a date where all of us were available prior to St. Patty's Day. So we're doing it three days after. We're only so, one-tenth of a percent late. You know, it's, it's a day a person. One-tenth of a percent. I love that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so if you're wondering what our buddy McBiff is referencing, well, first of all, let's, let's say who is here on this podcast. That was our friend McBiff. Hey. Hello. And we are also here with the artist Dan Watson. Hello. Hello. And the one and only gentleman of leisure. The fabulous. The fabulous Rick Miller. The fabulous Rick Miller. Boo. Boo. 
spicy. I was, I was going to call him the not sexy Rick Miller. <laughs> no, he's spicy. Spicy, spicy Rick. Spicy. spicy Rick. That sounded like something else. <laughs> so we uh, have prefaced this episode with actually a YouTube video where we sampled... How many was that? Eight Irish whiskeys? Eight Irish whiskeys. <clears throat> twice. Eight, eight Irish twice. whiskeys. Twice. And I'm excited about I this episode boys. because I did a 23 and Me. Bam. Yeah, you did. And these guys have heard this again and again and again, and I'm going to tell the story again for all of our listeners out there. This past Christmas, my wife asked me what I wanted as a Christmas gift, and I said, you know, I want to do a 23 and Me." So she bought me a 23 and Me. I spit in the tube, send it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I expected to see a bunch of Spanish in my genetics, and it came back with absolutely zero Spanish, hmm. 10% Chinese, and actually if I took the data and looked at it in my heritage, which I did as I uploaded it to my heritage, at my heritage it's actually 20% Chinese. I didn't expect the any of that mm-hmm. at all. I got 0.6% Korean, and I got one-tenth of 1% Irish. Just the tip. (laughs) Just the tip. Just the tip. And that that is where we are getting McBiff's reference of one-tenth of 1%. So I had to... That's a dough dip. I had to call McBiff right away, actually. I was so excited. He's the first person I thought of. And Not I was like, me? you guys, Damn. we have to do, we have to do a podcast. And so that's what we are doing today. Not Mick so, Miller. <laughs> Not Mick Miller. So uh, it, it's hilarious because I saw McBiff last week. We did. And, and I walked in and I said, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. And he looked morning. at me like, he's like, okay. <laughs> Had you clicked your heels, he might have experienced it. He's like, well, he's like all right, what, what? <laughs> so... Um, uh, anyway, it, it was it was uh, surprising and and actually kind of it's kind of strange because I all of a sudden had this what's the word I'm looking for I was like strangely proud of something that I had yeah, never known the about. Irish pride right? exactly it took over strangely proud of <laughs> something that I wasn't familiar yeah. with but oh Adrian <laughs> I felt all of a sudden Suddenly behind with I needed to know more about my history right my heritage yeah and so we we prefaced this particular episode with remedying that with eight shots of whiskey <laughs> totally irish whiskey so um <clears throat> i'm gonna stop talking I'm, i want to say welcome to the podcast thanks guys thank you thank you thank you uh, as i mentioned before we are adequately lubricated at the moment <laughs> yeah we are we just had some irish whiskey and some american pizza yes. Yeah. And I promise, and I, promise I will not drop the F-bombs like last time. You can what? drop F-bombs. We're all adults here. When McBiff was making me suicide drinks. Dude, every other word was an F-bomb. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to try to behave this time. That's okay. Oh, no, we're no, we're no. all adults here. We're right? not going to let Rick talk this time. Yeah, so it's funny. So uh, my buddy... Uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody listened last time because Rick was talking. That was an intro. That was an intro right exactly. there. Fabulous one. So if you're like, oh, did you hear the last podcast? I'm like, nope, I don't think I want to. Like, you didn't listen to the last one? Well, no, I, I, well, I was there. And so it's funny. So, so uh, my, uh, bu- uh, my buddy... I lived it. Saying, he says, I lived it. Yeah, I, li- I lived it. So it's funny. So you my, don't remember uh, it, though. Yeah, so my buddy, uh, Megan, like Megan Sinclair, she's like, oh, she goes, did you listen? 
this? I, I lived that. And I go, I lived it. And I'm like, she goes, oh, she goes, you were a train wreck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my. But you were a train wreck. I, but in fairness, one It was the least listened to episode of all time on <laughs> Desert Oasis oh, be Road. Quiet. That's <laughs> but, in, but in fairness, like, I, like, McBiff was making me these suicide drinks like, out of a large tiki drink. Like, I was like, chit chatting and chatting because I talk too much. He drank and, about a liter of Jameson that yeah, day. So I, like, yeah, I, was, I, I don't even remember the suicide drink that you're mentioning. All yeah. it was was Jameson inside of a like a tiki mug. Yeah, nonstop. Just but, the, I just filled it up. Every time you wanted me to make him a cocktail, I just filled it up with Jameson. <laughs> and, and I called it something different every time, and he yeah, believed it. Cause yeah. It was freaking Rick Miller. Because I was just chit-chatting, and I was like, because I talked too much. That's and then, And I just sat here laughing the whole time. And so, well, the funny, so then I was like, okay. And then it then, got crappy. And then I'm like, okay, because I, you know, had a little, you know, too. So I said, I'm oh, not doing that. So, so Adrian, like, being the kind host he is, offered me to stay at his house. But I did not, like, you know, happy, happy wife, happy life. I didn't want to intrude, so I slept I in my car. I appreciate that you In the neighbor's that. driveway. <laughs> right, right. Well, that house has been sold now. So what yeah. happened was Rick was going to sleep in his car out on the sidewalk. And I said, dude, you can't sleep in the street. If you insist on sleeping outside, He's you can't sleep on the street. Yeah. And so we moved his car. Actually, McBiff moved his car to the house next door, which is up for sale because no one was living there. <laughs> and he slept on the driveway for a few no, hours. No, I slept, I slept in my car. Fact, in, I, your, in your car, in your car. In but, my car, in my car. So here's the thing. So Because we're responsible. Steph comes home, and I explain the whole thing to her. And she's like, why is he sleeping in his car? He should be sleeping in the house. And I said, yes. I, I keep telling him he should come into the house. And I went out there to go get you, and you were gone. They didn't let you sleep in here because you're Irish. Now yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that you're family. Yeah, no, but like I said, I used to be married, so I understand happy wife, happy life. Uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. So I but you know hear... what? Look, Steph's cool. She would have yeah. let you stay here. So, yeah. so, I mean, I'm not that married a to a curmudgeon, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've had some inter- interesting conversation throughout the day because this whole 23andMe thing has really kind of it's changed the way that I looked at a lot of things, right? So uh, one of the things was I had mentioned to these guys was this this whole thing about documenting our roots. You know, this particular journey that I started going down looking at my ancestors and trying to figure out who my great-grandparents were and my great-great-grandparents and all that, I didn't really get so far. I, I actually got as far as... I had already done research on my own, and I had spoken to an aunt of mine who's already in her late 70s, and we recorded the interview, and I asked about my my ancestors and my great-grandfather, for example, and I didn't even get his name. She didn't remember his name because he passed before she was born, Mm -hmm. And, and I thought, man, I would love to at least know his name, and then at the next level, at least see a photo. I don't have any of that. And this thing that we're doing today with this digital media, right? We're doing YouTube and we're doing these podcasts and stuff. Something that is just mind-blowing to me is that five generations, six generations, seven generations down the line, my great, 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 great grandkids can look back and see a video of you guys as my friends and see us hanging out. And comment about, oh my God, look at their hairstyles. Oh my God, look at look at what they're wearing. Oh my God, like they can see a time capsule of 2020, 2021, 
And God, I'm sorry. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. My great 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 grandpa was uh, Filipino. Yeah. How weird is that? <laughs> right. We're all and that's Irish the now. other thing. That's the other thing is <laughs> yeah. that I, I look back at, uh, I think back to this 23andMe report, and my Irish DNA is only one tenth of one percent. It's there. It's huge. But it's but it's very, very small. It tells oh. an and important story. It tells an important story, which it it, it 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 brings up more questions and answers, right? Because now I wanna go back and, and look at who was this person. How cool would that be to find that out? Oh dude, I would you love know? that. Yeah. I would like, love that. Like was he marooned on the island from a pirate ship? Right. Right. Did well, he like what was brought he him a to the Philippines? Wayfarer? Was he what, did know? he come because of some kind of trade? Yeah. Was it a, a slave trade? Was it Hopefully not. Or was it a she and was it which did she come through like a some kind of like a uh, prostitution trade? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. or was it like was it traded for salt? Yeah. Or was it through like militia? Was there mm-hmm. was he part of some kind Literally. of a movement? Mm-hmm. Or did he meet somebody that made him want to move to the other side of the world? <clears throat> and yeah. if you think about like how diluted that piece of DNA is this happened many generations ago, obviously, which means that at the time that this particular person, he or she, went to the Philippines, this was a time when it, it's not like jumping on an airplane and traveling. No. Right? This no. is somebody that really had to make an effort to get there. How, how did this happen? And and so there's more questions than answers for me now than ever before. Totally. And and um, it, it's, it's mind-blowing, you know. But with today's day and age, right? these questions can be answered and I think it's going to be kind of mind blowing too. Like, I don't know where three, four, five, six, seven generations from now, where they're going to be living. They could be living in the middle East. They could be living in Mars. They could be living on Mars and they're going to look back and they're going to say, Holy shit. Look at my great grandfather. He's so brown. <laughs> He's never even been to the moon. Have you seen that? He's never even been to the moon. But man, he could drink some amazing whiskey. Right? And yeah. you guys. Like 600 year old Irish whiskey. Yeah. You guys are going to be part of that story and part of that history because they're going to see you guys. I'm sorry about that. In that, <laughs> in that video. But that kind of, it's, it's mind blowing because now you're part of. History. History. Yep. yep. You're and part your, of that and your story. family's history. Yeah. My family's history. So. And the tie and you're to make the world smaller, right? we're all part right? of each right? other's history. Isn't that crazy? We always say that. The world's small. what I love about America, though. Right. Man, the way the melting pot we've together. got here yeah. is yeah. incredible. Yeah. 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 It's unbelievable. But um, so anyway, I, I'm feeling a little bit of, um, I, I've been feeling a little bit of emotions today, you know, feeling closer to my Irish we've brothers. We've hugged a lot today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we've hugged Special a lot. Places. We've hugged a lot. And, and for, those that, for those that and cannot see places. this recording, go to the YouTube and you'll see we're all wearing the same shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the same shirt gang. We're yeah. feeling, we're we're feeling that connected today, right? And I have to, and I have have to say, these are very comfortable McBiff shirts. <laughs> and not only that... But what really impresses me is that the pockets right? match up with the the regular pattern. Oh, oh my God. Made, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. it. Yes. And yeah. so this is this is how you can tell whether a shirt yeah. is quality made or not, is whether or not like the po- the design. I paid a po- lot extra for that. So tell way. us about that because I'm like, when I, <laughs> when I like got it, I was like, oh my God. So tell us about it. Well, the print lines up with the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. That's perfect. I love it. is a man of many words. That's right. That's right. Huh? Sorry. So, many talents and many qualities. And, and where is it made? 
uh, right here in California. That's it. Good old U.S. of A. But we just, I mean, you know, we're, I love the family talk we were doing with Adrian and all that. Yes. We could just, yeah. Are we just going to keep going down that line? <clears throat> I don't know. Sure. But, I mean, I appreciate you bringing up my shirt. I'm sure we'll talk about all that. Oh, but, we're definitely going to promote you know. the shirt for yeah, sure. All, this is one of the coolest here. shirts. But I really love what you were talking yeah. about with your family and history because I'm in the same boat there. You know, I'm my family doesn't care a whole lot except from outside of me where our heritage came from. I'm like the first one. That I'm like, I want to know more about that's where we hard came to from. believe. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a different generation. Yeah. Maybe it's just not as important to them as it is to our generation. Yeah. I mean, well, even my they're, grandparents they're, didn't care. The generation before was, was focusing on the future and on the big picture and the retirement. Right. We focus a lot on our kids and on our, and on, on the life experiences versus the retirement and the, and the grand scheme of things, the, you know, the, the end all, uh, our, our game is more in the present versus right, I think our right. parents is more towards the future of thinking about yeah. the future and, and, and being well off in the future where we live for, and we spend for the present. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm on, at least with my family, I'm the only one that started doing our family tree. Oh, really? Five years ago, trying to figure out everything. How much of a challenge has that been for you? Oh man, it's been tough. Like, <clears throat> my last name is McNeely, not McBiff. What? What? Weird. Oh my God! Get out what? of here! So it was. <laughs> mis- it was spelled. It's spelled really awkwardly. So it, it's like missing a letter. I don't know if that came through Ellis Island or not. It probably did, like most people. So wouldn't missing the letter kind of hone it down for you a little bit? I don't know. No, no. I so I the the earliest name I could find the way it was spelled the way it is now was right. in like a 1901 census. That the huh. government did, so we've been here at least through there. So, but it was—I think we had an extra e in our name, but then okay. the census just spelled it differently, and then everything changed after that. Huh. But then on my grandmother's side, you know, we came from like Scotland, and you know, but I found lineage all the way back to sixteen seventy something. Wow, it how did you nuts. find that? Just going through, well, uh, Ancestry.com helped a lot. Okay. And then contacting every family member I could find. Yeah. You know, through the internet. Facebook helped a lot. Yeah. So do you think so, the, the addition of the extra E might have been lost through the, we'll just group it all together as one type thing? I think you somebody know, just misspelled back it. back in the day. Somebody misspelled it in that census, I think. Some of it is misspelled. Like, or in Ellis Island. I'm not okay. Because I went to Ellis Island is, to yeah, look up our were looser back then and, you know. They were yeah. they were recorded quite as tight as they are today. And when, when names were going through Ellis Island, there were a lot of things that were changed. Like uh, some of it had to do with um, uh, like assimilation, right? Okay. So if there were immigrants that came through that maybe had a name that was either long or hard to pronounce, and they would just shorten it. Yeah. Okay. And going forward Every from day. that point, yeah. that was the new. Okay. Name. Okay. And, and and unless you knew that and you traced right. it back to that, you would be basically chasing your tail, looking in the wrong okay. place. You and if you didn't know. know how to spell your name or whatever, dude, you just got stuck with Johnson or Smith or something. Right. I mean, well, there's so like for, a million. So for Johnsons me, when when my mom was born, she was handed off at the hospital right out of the door. So when she was born, she got passed off to her family. So we oh. kind of lost some heritage that way. And then my dad, when he was when he was just a kid, his mom ended up remarrying picked up his new the new dad's last name and then that kind of history kind of got lost for me so i don't really have the 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 way to look back through dad the way to look back through mom's actual family only their adoptive or their or their, their kids how does that ways. how does that how do you feel about that how i mean is it is it and the reason why i ask is that what before doing this whole 23 and me thing i tried 
tracing my own genealogy, I only got back as far as my grandfather, who immigrated here from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And I just chalked it up to the fact that since he was the first one to really kind of immigrate, he wasn't, my my parents immigrated first, but the fact is that um, since nobody before him in, in my lineage came here, all the records stopped at him. Right, right. But it turns out after talking to my aunt and, and doing this interview with her, a lot of the records were gone by the time she was born because there were deaths and divorces and all that kind of stuff. And it was a little frustrating for me because I wanted to know more. I'm jealous about like when I see these TV shows where they help celebrities trace mm-hmm. their path. Sure. You know, there's shows like Who Do You Think You Are? And they, they, they trace their lineage. And I think like, man, I'd love to get help with that. Right. But it gets frustrating to not know. Right. And then at one point, I just had to learn to accept that I will probably never know. And I think that's where I'm at. I, I, I know my daughter would like to know a little bit more history. Um, but I, I just kind of look past that. I just kind of look at everybody as equal type thing. And sure. And, and, and you know, it's more of a family type deal. Uh, um I just, I just never really put much, much of an interest into knowing that because I just thought we were all like the name Watson. Where's, right. do you know where that comes from? So, so I, I know it's got a lot of history. Uh, um, I, 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 I know, I know some of the heritage behind Watson, but now Watson was my mother's maiden last name, okay. whereas my father's maiden or my father's last name was Spielman. So then, when we were growing up, my mom went ahead after the divorce and the separation and whatnot, uh, went and. Uh, Back when you could do this, applied for our social security cards and just rolled everybody's last name to Watson. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, so I've got a whole uh, a German type last name and, and history going yeah. going with that. I'm glad and, I don't and have to I call just, you Spielman. <laughs> <laughs> and I just never really, I just never, to be honest with you, I just never really put much much of an yeah. interest in it because I just didn't, I I I, I just looked at everybody as equal and I, I I don't know, I just never really put much care in it. My daughter, I mean, is adamant about wanting to know what the history is so i'm gonna end up doing a 23 so and that's the thing is that the the generations are different they're more interested the younger generations with their dan doesn't care about his family but his daughter (laughs) well you know and and also i think the medical history would probably have a lot to do with the two and stuff too so that's something that the 23 and me will actually find for you you know growing up I never liked cilantro. <laughs> and what? It's what? Get out of here. You live in California. Southern yeah. What? Your part? Oh, no, you're not. Sorry. You it's put like cilantro in everything. You got to have cilantro because Cilantro of, and Coke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, the, the, uh, the Mexican food and that all that too. kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, my 23andMe revealed that I have something like a... Ninety percent chance of not liking cilantro. It's actually in my genes. Why so I don't so like you, it. you do not like cilantro. I do not like cilantro. And, and that that actually you're told no you longer that. Irish. It showed it. It told it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's kind of strange. But and here's the thing. So if you get a twenty three in me, right? And do you have any siblings? I do. Uh, boys or girls? I have a, I have a, uh, a brother and a sister. Okay. So based on what I've read. The DNA report for your sister uh-huh. will probably be different than yours because there are things that show up in a female's DNA report that don't show up in a male's. Because there's a composite version. Because he's got like he's got you know, the XX and the XY chromosomes. And huh. so I've been trying to encourage one of my sisters to go get it done because she keeps saying she wants to get it done after she saw mine. Yeah, that'd but be at the same yeah, time, I, th- I think she already thinks like, oh well, I already know all the answers because I just read his. You know, so she's right, going to be right. Spanish and you aren't, maybe? That sounds that like a sister. That would freaking 
like on the 23andMe it's like you know there was like if my sister did it it's like I could find out like both the mitochondrial DNA which is on my mom's side and also the Y DNA but my sister can't find out the Y DNA like my father's father's side right. and so and that's why I found out like because my sister my sister my dad and I like, she's my uh, one of my half sisters um, we all took it so we did like four different ones we did 23andMe Ancestry.com uh, family tree DNA and oh, um, you did all of those. Yeah, we did four wow. of them and stuff. And Just wanted to make sure. Well, no, I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> want to stamp it. Yeah, so they're very they're they're consistent, but they each give you like different so, like footprints of. <laughs> so did any of them vary? Did any of them? They they were very they were very similar, but they told me certain things that that. Um, one would tell me something that the other didn't, but that I knew. Um, so, for example, um, on my mom's side. Um, one of the uh, family members that we got in c- contact with, her whole background is genealogy. This is what she's done wow. her entire life. So I lost contact with her like 30 years ago. And then when I did this... I, Rick's you know, 80 years old, by the way. Yes. Exactly. I'm 1 million years <laughs> That's old. Right. And so then it's like... We Looks g- like he's got 12. Re- we, got, yeah, we got in touch again. <laughs> and hot. so she had done all of this. And so, so I knew a lot of the stuff <laughs> no, that was not. true. So for example, like on my mom's side, the, my Maybe first an- direct ancestor on my mom's side um, was kidnapped from Ireland and sold in Pennsylvania in 1742. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and if you if you uh, go on Wikipedia, his name is uh, Reverend Corbley, and you look up Dang. the Corbley family massacre. So he was actually whoa, yeah. So See, my and that's what I would like to know too is I'd like, like to, to know, know some cool stuff. stories like that. Right. Yeah, too. So as much he, as I say everybody's equal, and I you know, and I look at everybody as being the same, I would love to know a little cool stuff like that in my oh, history dude. as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, he was appointed pretty, a judge impressive. by uh, Patrick Henry, and so he so he was sold as a slave as thirteen years old in, Henry, in, yeah. in in wow. Pennsylvania, and. He was sold, and then he escaped. He actually ran off with the people who uh, they were Mennonites, and they were they were ni- they treated him nice. But he actually ran off with their daughter, and they got married. Yeah. And then, um, so then he um, later on ran off um, with an Amish daughter. Wow, <laughs> Mennonite, one tenth yeah. of one percent. Yeah. And so then, so it's interesting. So on my my mom's aunt and uncles are members of Daughters of the American Revolution and Sons of the American Revolution because they trace back to him because he fought wow. against the British. So he was an American like for him. patriot. Yeah. And so it's it's a very interesting story. So I learned about that. So I was like, so I told people like, listen, it's like when you come to America, no matter where we come from. We came from nothing. We came. Yeah, this yeah, is a land. Yeah. We're a big right. ass melting pot. Yeah, we're big ass. Yeah, totally are. Yep. And it's like so. Like my family, like, we, like direct, came as a slave, and you know was sold in Pennsylvania. And so that's very interesting. I think it's like what's exciting to hear about your story that you were telling us earlier. I don't want to give it a, some of the that's stuff okay. away, but I think that's like very important. We need to be able to exchange these these stories because once we exchange these cultural stories. Then we understand each other better, yep. and these are like very personal. So, like I tell people, like I came from like nothing. Like my my direct ancestor was was you know was kidnapped and sold as thirteen, and then on my dad's side, when we did that, I found out on the twenty three and Me yeah. because the Y DNA we have this unique genetic marker on like um, the Y chromosome yeah. that it is the oldest known. Like the University of Dublin did a um, there's a documentary on, on YouTube, and it talks about. The University of Dublin did a, they traced this unique genetic marker to the northwest corner of Ireland that certain people had, and they traced it back to Nile the Nine hostages. I have that unique genetic marker. Wow, so wow. Nile the Nine hostages, he was the high king of Ireland responsible for kidnapping St. Patrick. 
So that is one of my, you know, ancestors. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's super crazy. I, I, I'd hold Rick Hoss. Wow. <laughs> he got all that from 23 and me, folks. Right. No. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so here's another thought that that's just cool. popped into my head. So like talking about this, uh, again, I'm going to go back to this Irish piece of my DNA. When I think back to how long ago this had to have happened, how revolutionary it was and how unorthodox and out of the box it is, right? Not only was this person they traveled at a time when like they couldn't just hop on a plane like we discussed right they were literally going to a foreign land that was you know today with yeah on a disgusting boat right today we know what to expect wherever we're going yeah but then they didn't know what to expect and if i throw this in that dna is in me because of a mixed race child which had to have been super, super, super taboo. Super weird ginger wow, yeah. on the Philippine Isles. Yeah. Or vice versa. Like, because we don't know, like, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happened, you don't know right? if it. We don't know. Yeah. We have no idea. Like, you know. Uh, well, the Vikings did some crazy crap back then, too, man. They just invaded everybody, including Ireland. Been and that. they went everywhere else around the world and just populated we themselves. We don't know. But it's, again, it's. And here's the thing is I have to keep myself from really dwelling on it too much because it'll drive me crazy not having the answer mm-hmm. you know because these are things that i would i want to have the answer sure. to right if you keep asking you might find out you know i don't know i, I let's start by saying like i at least want to get the name of my great-grandfather <laughs> you know? yeah i still don't know that but huh. then like if i if we go back and back and back and back like how far back do i have to go to find who this person is what if well, his name is like <clears throat> Dave McNeely? <laughs> <laughs> You're screwed then, my Whoa. friend. <laughs> I can see the resemblance. Exactly. <laughs> but they call him the Sexy brother Dave. from another Sexy Dave, Sexy, sexy. <laughs> Great, 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 great. As opposed great to Spicy Dave. Oh, exactly. <laughs> the two are distinct. Yes. I like to think there's a little bit of McBiff in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is. Maybe there is. Is that why I'm so arrogant? <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's exactly why you're arrogant. Or I'm just arrogant naturally. No, it's because of me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so so um, serious thoughts about like how this whole thing has changed. You know, there's there's also stuff online that people find out about where oh they found out that this person wasn't their real father, or they found out that this person wasn't Mari Povich, <laughs> right, right, or they find out they're adopted, or they find out that there was a scandal in the family and. You know, um, oh yeah, a lot of secrets that die with these people, if not for these particular tools to help right. us look at our. Well, DNA. we're living in the land of information now, man. Sure. This is the first time in history we've ever. The whole world is knows everything now. Oh, right, right. right. Like every every culture, every religion, every political, everything right, is all mixing right. together for the first time well, in can, human history. You can look up any name any and address, it's insane. Any... It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I you know, we're I... all trying to figure it out, but we're finding so many good things out too about it. Oh, it's I, so interesting. Yeah, I found and I, I found a relative it. who her father was one of my uh dad's uncles like illegitimate children just through the dna testing and we got in contact and she's like oh yeah she goes we're related and i'm like okay i'm like i had no idea who the heck she was but then when she started sending me stuff about 
My. She started sharing. Yeah, sharing. No, she, she started sending me stuff. Like, you just did it again. Oh, oh behave. All right, no, go she, ahead. she would send me uh, stuff like she started from my you? grandfather. Like, my grandfather died when my dad was six. Yeah. And so she was sending me photos of my dad's father and all this other stuff. I was like, what the heck? So, I mean, it was a real deal. And then she goes, oh, yeah. And she joked. And uh, she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, my father was one of your dad's uncles, like, illegitimate children and but we matched up on like dna i was like holy smokes i'm like wow. this is cool wow. Wow. That is neat. yeah i mean this is like fun so you get to find some like good stories some bad stories and so well i've like, gone through stories after Florida i got stories. my results <laughs> it shows everybody that i have shared dna with right mm-hmm. people that i'm related to and I, I tried connecting with some of them, and I did connect with a few not not everyone replied to me because they just don't check their 23 and me app. And the ones that did connect with me, like I haven't had any communication with them other than like, hey, we're related. We should connect. And so they just click accept. But there's this whole thing about like that's your third cousin twice removed, which I have trouble understanding. I still don't get all that. It's like we removed you from being my cousin. Well, you know, I know somewhere out there I'm related to Neil Diamond and Phil Jackson. Is that true? I'm somewhere out there. I don't know. Really? Really? Well, you know, I can croon like Neil Diamond and, you know, the the mindset of (laughs) Phil Jackson and I are on the same page, you know. So I'm just, somewhere I think I'm related. You look just like Neil Diamond. Well, you know, he is the Jewish Elvis, so. (laughs) You're the Irish Elvis. There you go. He is. He is. More hits hits than any any song. And and you're the Irish Elvis? (laughs) I, oh, although Elvis was Irish as well, it, oh, Irish Native go. American. There you go. Some, was he really? Yeah, he was Irish Native American and some some other things. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I did an ancestry dot com, or my dad did. I didn't do it, but I just figured I'm the same as he is since he's my dad. Oh well. <clears throat> but we had like pretty solid three percent Native American, huh. and I was like, hey, look at me, I got some Native American. Did in you me. did you look that up any further to no, find out? Not yet. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Well, you know, I was Patrick already having well. trouble trying to figure out the lineage of the family, yeah, you know, let yeah. alone where that... And yeah. I would love to come across that because I've only gotten, like I said, on the McNeely side, I've only been able to get back to 1901. But on the uh, my other my mom's side, I was able to get all the way back to, like, wow. Plymouth Rock. Wow. You know? That's wow. pretty cool. And I That's found, cool. you know... A war hero in the Civil War, you know, that fought in, for the North that died, and he, we went and, and visited his grave in Arlington. Wow! Oh man, and that That's was really cool. You know, I'm like, Did you hey, feel we, connected to him. Yeah, I was like, wow, isn't it strange? This is family, man. He isn't fought in the Civil War, you know, and he died in the Civil War, and now he's laid to rest in Arlington. I have a family member somewhere that's buried there. Isn't that strange? It, it's you know. it's strange to me that when I found out about this particular piece of my DNA, that I just felt like, uh, you know, I, I wanted to connect with this person. I wanted, I felt this wave of emotion, like. Who is this person? And the assumption, if the assumption is that he was a fish out of water in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. I I instantly empathized with him, even though I have no idea who he is. (laughs) All all because, like, he's in my DNA. Like, he's my, yeah, he's a family member. There's a connection. It just made me think, like. That's what's always connected humans, man, is family. Sure. Sure. I know we're we're transitioning nowadays, you know. I mean, at least I am. I'm not saying everybody is because I mean I don't know about you guys, but in the past couple of years, just like family that I've 
I've accepted people non blood as family. Sure. Like sure. found family. What do you call that? There's like a name for it. Well, found family. Found family is pretty good. Whatever. Yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like. Because <laughs> that's the family you get to pick. Means you don't more to me get than. To pick who I mean, because I come is. from some pretty shitty family. Yeah, like, thank as far you. as blood. <laughs> right. I'm sure we all do. Right. But, I mean, I have close friends that are. Means so right. much more to me than the people I was born into. Right. You know? So. Well, that's your tribe. That's your. That's your. your exactly. Family. It's like the tribe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So. You know, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with all that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I still want to know the history, you know, and but not my current family history because they kind of suck outside of my parents. Well, and I think but. for me, that's the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I just don't have much of an interest in finding, you know, the, or at least I haven't uh, listening, you know, and talking with you guys. It would be great to have a a great history story to tie into somebody or you know some some event that was that was famous or or, or a great event, but. Um, you know the the families who I make and who I surround myself with yeah, now. Yeah, I found I find my immediate family is not particularly people I care to surround yeah. myself with. So. I've recently discovered blood is definitely not thicker. Yeah, than and you water. don't, but you don't get to choose that family. Mm. That's a different type. Of, that's a different yeah. type of family. Yeah. Here's another thought that blows me away, and 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 talking about again this particular piece of my DNA of someone coming from Ireland. So. However, they found their way to the Philippines. Now, prior to, to knowing this, I always thought that I had Spanish in my DNA. And I always envisioned someone coming from Spain to the Philippines. I actually, when I did research on my name, I somehow f- came to the conclusion that it was Portuguese, which would make sense if you look at where Portuguese sits in the map with Spain. They're, they're side by side. And I thought, okay, someone came from Portugal to Spain and found their way to the Philippines. And that's where the Spanish comes from, because my name is either Portuguese or Spanish. And I envisioned that. And then when I learned that it was, there's no Spanish in my DNA, which absolutely blew me away, because I believed (laughs) that my whole life. That changed to this Irish person that's in my DNA. And now I envision that person coming to the Philippines. And then at one point, my parents migrated here to the United States. Now I'm living in California, and I grew up in Southern California. My kids were born, both of them were born in Fullerton. And who knows where my ancestors will end up down the road, however many generations that could be. Probably back in Ireland. (laughs) Who knows, right? Or Spain. And I I think about that that migration path, right, of how this particular gene this string of DNA moves from this continent to this continent to this continent or however that happens. Right. That's another thing that blows my yeah, mind. That's amazing. Right? It's Especially pretty cool, for the history man. for how it's long totally ago that cool. was. Yeah. 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 It's totally cool. Because it's such a mystery. I mean, it's yeah. so, I mean, yeah. you can think about it all day. You'll never figure it out today. No. You know? No. But it's still cool to think about and talk about. Yeah. And then everybody, I think, in America has that story. You know, the people that care, I guess, you know. You ever wonder, <laughs> you ever wonder you. what your ancestors, <laughs> Dan Watson, might pass, possibly look at? Did, <laughs> A little. Did you ever watch, uh, so I'm sure you watched Back to the Future, in the third installment, Marty McFly meets his great-grandfather? Yeah, or yes. great-great-grandfather. Great-great-grandfather? Yeah, like, the, I think the baby was his great 
grandfather. I don't know. That was the least of the good ones. Like, no way, what, dude. What Back to the dude, Future number three. three was so oh good. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Dude. dude. Oh, that was such a good Board one. Board the train, why don't you? Just Shut up. Shove on out. Shut up, Dan. On, Just take that all aboard. Shut the fuck shove up, Dan. The road. Jeez. How do you remake these originals? Dan. That's just crime. What a crime. This is why nobody oh, wants geez. to hear Dan. I, I wish the two of you know, whatever. If you watch Back to the Future 3, then I'm out of here. I can't believe that. I wish this is why you don't care about family. This is why your family doesn't care about you. I got your sequel right here, pal. It's not even a sequel. It's a third. It's a circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's an circle. Everybody loves the Hangover Three too. Come on now. I did. Well, you know what? Back to Back to the Future Three. So what were you saying? Which one? I was bringing that up because there's a scene where Marty McFly meets. Uh, great great <laughs> grandfather Seamus McFly. Yeah. Was it Seamus McFly? Yeah. And he was a ginger. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And he looked like him, right? Because it's played because by, it by Michael J. Fox. But but the idea is <laughs> that that's his ancestor. So I, I again this is another mind blowing thought just to me, and I yeah, I keep turning this back to me. Uh, another mind blowing thought to me is that this one-tenth of one percent Irish person in my DNA, like, how different does he must look from me? Or she must right, look from right. me. Sure. Right? Right? So uh, that's another mind-blowing thought. Uh, could but. be spitting image. Could be. A red-headed Adrian. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I went to Ireland, like yeah. me and my wife, well, yeah. I think like four years ago. A little while ago, yeah. Didn't see one ginger in all of Ireland. Really? Not one. Really? It, like most of the, I've never been. Okay, so I've never there. been to Ireland. Huh. I was just expecting to see like super pale faced, redhead, weird looking, freckled people. <laughs> the normal. Yeah. I was like expecting to see me walking around. Yeah. And it was all like blonde haired or black haired people. Wow. I saw like maybe four redheads. Wow. It was super weird. Huh. I was just, ex- you know, because we grow up here. Right. And everything Irish and in every movie expect. or whatever is right. just like some crazy redhead, freckled, pale-faced person. Right. But you go out to Ireland, yeah, their pale face is crazy because it's nothing but clouds out there. Sure. But it's all black hair or blonde hair. Yeah. I was like, this is super That's weird. Odd, I was yeah. not expecting yeah, this. Yeah, so when I would go in college, I would go to debate camp in, um, in, in – um, um, in the East Coast, but I would fly into Boston. You went to debate camp. Debate camp, yes. In the university, I would go to the, the University of Vermont. So, but I would. It was was that cheaper. offered by the YMCA? Yeah. So I would, try, I would fly into in Boston, hang out in Boston, did. and then go to Vermont. But there, this ties into what you're saying. And so my ex-wife and I, <laughs> we would. That? She was my debate partner. We'd fly into Boston, stay at the. Wait, uh, wait, 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 what wait. a great debate partner! You had a great <laughs> debate partner. What? Yes. So, my, yeah, my ex-wife. When you went to debate camp? Yeah, the University you, of Vermont. Did you stay in debate dorms? Yeah. Yeah, we stayed in dorms like two weeks. Was there so, special uh, sides that people got on at debate no, camp? No, it's like, so you'd go and you'd go with, like. Did so, you guys fight over no. who had the best bunk? And I was going to say. So yeah, much? so this ties into what you were saying about the, the black hair. The black. So we'd, we'd fly into Boston, hang I'm out I'm still stuck there. on the debate camp. Yeah. Right? So, with, I'm like, stuck on the debate camp Have you ever heard that in your life? Wife no, have you ever heard anybody say, hey, I went to debate camp. Yes. So <laughs> anyway, so we would stay partner. at the... Like he was married at the time <laughs> yeah. and he went no, to debate camp? No, we weren't married at the time. Did you guys debate each other? No. How so, old were you when you went to debate camp? We, I was in my early 20s, so... Are you fucking serious? I was 
so you went to a debate camp in your, in your early 20s. Yeah, I was in you college. weren't like 10? No, I was. So, anyways, it was college. <laughs> so this time, I want to know more about this. I'm telling you a story. Like, like, anyway, Nobody cares about So, what this you're ties about into your about Ireland. So, okay. we go there. Right, let's talk about and it. so, I'd go to, we'd go to Boston, hang out for a couple days, and yeah. stay at the Irish Embassy Pub and Youth Hostel. The Youth Hostel was above the pub, so it was really cool. And so then, but it was interesting because a lot of the people, because this is like when the first time I went to Boston, because I'm used to, you know, California. So I go to Boston, I was like, holy smokes, I had never seen people that had my, my coloring, like the dark hair, like the pale and the blue eyes. And I was like, home, like, and they were like, I was talking to these people and they were like fresh off the boat from Ireland. And it's like, and I was like, I'm trying to understand. I'm like, what the were they all looking for debate camp? No, they, I was like, I was trying to figure. Like, it was hard to understand what they were saying. I'm like, they look like me, but I can't understand. I'm like, no offense to my friends from Ireland, but it's like, you know, they were like, I couldn't. They the very thick uh. accents, but it was it was kind of cool seeing like that coloring because like like the dark hair, the light skin, the blue <laughs> eyes. It's like usually you don't see that, and it's like my family's like dark hair, light skin, blue eyes, and. Um, but it was like really cool. So then, anyway, back to your debate. <laughs> so then I take we take the Greyhound bus. We go to the I University of Vermont right and now. and go to t- uh, two weeks for a debate camp. Policy two debate. weeks. A yeah, debate two camp. weeks. Yeah. Debate camp. You guys debate whether it should be one week or two weeks. <laughs> I, I, I don't even yeah. want to know. I was, just I'm curious. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I didn't either. I'm curious. What do you debate at debate camp? Okay, so the oh god, here we go. So debate camp. Whether it's, it should be one week or two. No. See, so um, the college uh, would have the college policy debate um, debate topics be would so be announced boring. during the summer. And so oh, you, there was a topic. There's a topic. There was so a there was no topic. argument about whether pineapple should be on pizza. Exactly. Exactly. So you know what? I'm on the fence. Yes. Yeah, so, I just had pineapple on pizza. Yeah, it was so, all right. So for example, one of the topics was. Uh, um, that the United States foreign, uh, federal government should substantially change its foreign policy towards Mexico. So you needed to make some type of change towards um, uh, a policy change between the U.S. and Mexico. So what I did, so because I was very sneaky, is I said, you know, under the intellectual property rights provision of NAFTA, only Mexico had the right Boy, to this make... podcast took a hard wow, left. Yeah. Wait, no, no, this <laughs> is why we don't let Rick take no, over. No, wait, this, this is funny. This is funny. So it's like is only... This is ha-ha funny? Wait, no, this is ha-ha funny. Because no, not. you'll appreciate this because okay. drinking ties right. into it. Right. Nobody's right. gone ha-ha at no, all yet. Trust but me. drinking ties into it. No, drinking ties into it. So under the intellectual property rights provision of NAFTA, only Mexico had the right to make to make, market, and distribute tequila within the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. So there was a Canadian company in the U.S. <laughs> trust me, it gets funny. A Canadian company, uh, U.S. company that were... Um, they were making drinks that were called margarita flavored that two thirds of the American consumers thought were had tequila in it. So uh, Mexico Is was anybody following saying, this yet? Well, anyway, <laughs> so we so they were saying, hey, it's a it's a violation of NAFTA. So my debate case says that we changed NAFTA and said that any spirits uh, label that references margarita has to contain tequila in it. And so it was a very squirrely case because people were thinking about immigration Dave's or other dying. stuff. And so like, how do you debate a against slogan. you know? Giving Mexico the rights to make market distribute. Oh, tequila. clearly. How do you? Yeah. So you. Like, <laughs> so, so anyway. <laughs> well, we should debate about it. Yeah. So we do. So that's the, that's the stuff that I would do. I was very squirrely. All right. No. So teach you Rick. Sit Rick like is squirrely. Yes. So. Yes. With so, your knees crossed over one yeah. another. I love it. So. He's the best. Okay. <laughs> so. 
You know what, Rick? I love you so much. There is so much more I have to learn. I've known you for how long now? Too long. And I've never known you went to debate camp. Yes, I went to debate camp. I was going to say, how do we recover from that? I have a, I have a silver in college. You just national. move on. He got a medal. <laughs> I, I, I took not only I mean, did he go to debate camp, he medaled I, I took a silver camp. in college nationals. Lincoln Douglas debate. <laughs> Bam. I think it's more. You know, Bam. I'm not Drop the mic right there. Drop the mic. Boom. Okay, right. mic drop. And that's there how I met go. my ex-wife. <laughs> Did she win? And that's how I met your mother. Put up bump. All right, he threw your mama Shows joke in there. Oh. <laughs> All right, we forgive you. You threw that's the, the reach. Mama joke. That's the reach. <laughs> that's that's what I take. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> Perfect. That was good. I like that. I love it. I what love a segue. It. So, how is your mom? Are you still a bartender? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yes. What would you like? Uh, ice and whiskey. Okay. Okay. Um, your choice. Well, Thanks, fabulous one. Okay. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. No, you're, no you need more. I've never knew. No, no. Debate camp existed. In, no, I, in, so is it mean, only so, in Boston? So in all honesty, I mean, Dave, in all honesty, McBiff, are you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that leads me into asking. Connemar? Yes. Okay, so. That leads me into asking, what are some of the things that people might be surprised about you that they don't know? Dan He's Watson. wearing no underwear. <laughs> Dan Watson. Yes, yes I am. You. I am naked from the waist oh, down. Is that all I get? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, whatever you pick. Whatever you pick, Rick. Is that, no, I'm at that point where red it's whatever's breast. in the glass is going down. So, whatever's in the glass is going down. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Let me rephrase <laughs> that there. Uh, gosh, we don't what, know too much about Dan. I don't know. Why never like talks, what? So. What, are, what is it that you don't know about me, Dave? I mean. The size something of your about you, <laughs> no, no, something no. about you that might surprise people. Uh, What's something about you that your wife wouldn't know? You've been married to her for oh twenty. Oh my gosh, that, you should probably call her because right? I don't know if I'm allowed to release. Well, if she, so, know, so, if she wouldn't know, well, that she wouldn't know. Yeah, that she wouldn't know. Gosh, I've been done with Dawn for twenty-eight years, so I really, Adrian, I really think Dawn knows me better than I know myself. Okay. She signs my signature better than I sign my own signature. Oh really? Um, um, gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, so my, best friend, my best friend. Is she signing your artwork then? Uh, well, no, let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. But my best friend, I would be lost. Absolutely lost. Okay, so, um, let's see. Uh, okay, what, so can what's... I just say that Dan Watson and his wife holds the coolest Halloween party well, thank every you. year? Thank you. Yes, thank you. I mean, it is seriously the best, thank most you. fun Halloween party I've you. ever been to in my it. life. Yeah. Yeah. Don's got a birthday on the thirtieth, so we've always held. Let Halloween me talk about you. Day. Don't talk I'm about sorry, yourself. I'm sorry. Let me talk. I'm about sorry, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> Dan has the coolest freaking house on like I don't know what two acres, two, one two acre, yeah, right. whatever. They they got this giant horse pen with no horses in it. First off, <laughs> nice. But he's got this garage the size of the Philippines. I'd say <laughs> it's at least that size. Hey, thanks for throwing the Philippines but, in there. Yeah, that's I right. love it. <laughs> at least one 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 tenth of hundred percent, right? And you have Four at least five hundred bicycles in there. I, I do have. A, I that do are have a beach all really collection. cool old twins. They're like from yeah. Anyway, so every year we go to Dan's house. What do we call it? What's the, the party? The, the Boo Bash. My wife has the Boo Bash. It party. is so much fun. Yes. Yes. It is. Everybody just lets loose. They leave their kids at home. We go insane. We're up all night long. Thank you. And Thank he, Dan hires like bands to play. Like more than one band will come out and play. And kegs everywhere you look. Wow. I mean, Dan spends so, so, so much money on this party. A, it's, a big, it's insane. Big to do. I'm the only one that gets there early to help so, try to set up. So, 
and everybody I assume just goes all out with their costumes. Oh, so would yeah. you do that? So I'll make a, I'll make a artwork the, I, for the for okay. The, hold on, the let me talk about oh, you sorry, first sorry, sorry, <laughs> before sorry, you talk about sorry, yourself. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> they hire people to dress them in their costumes and makeup. Wow! All right, now you can talk about yeah, yourself. Yeah, so so we it's it's a big to do for us and. Uh, and we've always uh, uh, held the thirty. The thirty first is a big deal. Dawn's birthday is on the thirtieth, and when we moved out to Acton, we ended up moving on a two and a half acre parcel. And before, we used to live across the street from an elementary school. So when we would decorate for Halloween, you know, the community was really right, involved, right, right, and the kids right. every day would come and walk by the house and right. read all the little nursery rhymes on the tombstone stuff. And then we had it really, really toned down for the kids and for the elementary school and stuff. So then I moved to Acton and I mean, a horse would ride by once a day and that was yeah, about the traffic yeah, that we got and stuff. Yeah. So we started throwing a big, uh, the boo bash and, so uh, and I would do, uh, uh, it'd be two to three months worth of preparation in advance. And that would always inc- include a big project for me, a new art project of sculpture or something like that. And, and, and then every, he's not even giving it justice. Every one of my kids would get to pick a pick of the year and when they yeah. go to the store. And so we probably got, uh, gosh, I've been with Don for 28 years. So we got 28 years of saving of Halloween, yeah, yeah. big the ticket items. And, yeah. So we do the whole it's house. It's like going to wow. Not Scary Farm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. So a big deal. So big the reason deal. why I ask is that, yeah. I, I'll, you know, when I see a Halloween party in the movies or on TV or something, I always say to myself, I've never seen a Halloween party like that. Oh, dude, so, Dan blows so all So I've been to one of those parties. And that was what we were aspiring for when okay. we started throwing our parties. Was I want so that's why what Dave's talking about is, is every year we, we try to up it. We you know every year is a, you know what can we do to improve it from the following that's year crazy. or the previous year, and and we want we want you to come back. So yeah. so if we throw yeah. a great party with uh, you know with the photo booths and and. Yeah, we have we had a photographer. Yeah, photo booth's awesome, and 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 just just I ended up hiring a bartender instead. It was just easier just to have the bartender make everybody's drinks and stuff, and then the bands and all that stuff. So just it it was it was something to get you to want to come out. Now again, living in Acton, so so you know it's a little little it's tough to get people to come out. And so I own apology for that because I was invited to the last one. I I know you didn't have one last year unless I wasn't invited to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't have one. (laughs) But the one the year before I was invited and I thought, wow, it's just such a distance for me. So it's so much fun. It's worth it. So and then what we would do for people too is uh, 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 we do have like Dave would would stay in the spare room. We did have people bring their RVs and stuff because we got the property. So they would camp out on the property. So every year we'd end up with two or three RVs that people would bring bring to stay. And yeah, Yeah. you know, trampoline. We have people camp out on the trampoline and whatnot. (laughs) I've been to tiki parties before where people brought tents yeah. mm-hmm. and they just camped out on the side yard where yeah. like all the grass is. Right. And I thought, oh, this is pretty cool because then people are drinking in their tents yeah, and they don't they're care. just right. going right. from one tent to the next and they just don't sleep though. You know, they end up, uh, they, they stay up drinking oh, yeah, until dude. the sun. Oh yeah. Right. The right. sun rises. Until the sun and, comes up. At the, right. I've, right. The only time I've done that since my twenties is at your house. <laughs> and then we go every, every, uh, afterwards we'll go to the local uh, diner down the road and we'll oh, end up having yeah. breakfast. And and the, gravy, st- the biggest just ridiculous like plate. Plates. Yeah. You know, yeah. their, their average omelet is like six eggs. And oh, that's <laughs> awesome. There used to be a place out here near Ontario airport and it was years ago. I think they closed down over a decade ago, and I can't remember the name, but they had giant portions to where they had the pancakes would, all of it would hang over the edge of the right, plate. Right, mm. And you'd have to it's cut like a hole in the around. middle of the pancakes the to put the syrup. <laughs> exactly. Or else it would run to hold off. It, right. Yeah, it would run off onto the table, right? And then they had, uh, coffee was a quarter, and hmm. it was a bottomless cup for a quarter, and it was crazy. It used to it was in it was in an old house that was there 
for like 100 years up until probably about maybe 10 or 20 years ago. And it got torn down. They built, you know, a bunch of other stuff out there. Right. Well, Indust- industrial buildings. And it's things are expanding around it's the airport. It's all getting torn down know. now. It's all getting yeah, torn down. Yeah, yeah. But it was this old house. It was an old craftsman house that had been there since the 1800s sometime. Or maybe even the early 1900s. But it had been there for like 100 years. Right. And people would... You would wait like an hour, an hour and a half. People would just all be standing around outside this house in the front yard. And you walk in and the house was just converted to the kitchen was still being used. Mm -hmm. They've expanded, of course, to to be able to accommodate everybody. But the whole house was just converted into tables and chairs. So Yeah, yeah, all for serving. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. The food wasn't, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't horrible, but it also wasn't like, you know, they, you didn't go there for their gourmet. It was comfort. I'm sure it had a following. Their gourmet like, cooking. Like, it was almost like a city following, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, Once the Local city workers following. go, no, yeah. you know, that's And it was a word of mouth kind of thing. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. knew that place through someone else. Right. I work for the city, so we've got certain spots like that that are city hotspots where all the gotcha. city employees, yeah. you know, know that spot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. They used to have a little wait and stuff. I yeah. went to that big Disneyland auction. Remember that thing yeah. a couple years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in the big giant warehouse in L.A.? Yep. And Dan was working on a telephone pole, and I drove right underneath him, and I didn't know it. And he saw me in my truck, I guess. Yep. He flipped you off. Hey, Dave, are you going to go to that Disney thing? Yep. And, yep. like, he's up there working with the power lines and shit. That was kind of funny. Yep. But he was oh, busy. hilarious. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, yeah. Yep, so that's Me it. and Rick Miller got in a big fight at your house during one of your parties. There's, there seems to have been a few fights at my house. <laughs> not with each other. No, not with each not other. Not with each other. We just, there was some jerk that showed up and oh. did some bad stuff. Yeah, so, so Rick and, and Dave don't, pulled don't security for me. We won't say his name no, or not. Yeah. No, they pulled some security for us. So yeah. We have to regulate. We the right thing. That's but, it. Oh, yep. regulate. That's yeah. right. That's right. But it's nice to know you have friends that take care of you. You know, take care of business when you're there. So, But but it's like that was a one-off because it is like the the best party like absolutely ever it's like I but you know when you get when you get a hundred and a half two hundred people together there's always one or two oh, people yeah. that just can't well, and that's, that's usually a lot me, of me and Dave yeah. like he was being people. a little bit of inappropriate to an underage girl at the party oh yeah you need to you need to squash yeah. and, that and uh, they I invited first. him to the back of the house <laughs> to have yeah. a beer with me and he didn't leave so and then Rick Miller showed up and helped out. He eventually left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he fell asleep stuff. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of what you get if you do stuff like that. Yeah. So. yeah and so that's what's great about the party. It's like everyone like self-regulates, and it's like it's a it's a, a amazing fun time, and everyone kind of looks out for each other, and like that is like the highlight of my year is going to. Dance, oh, you're the, I don't know party. about that. So, but you're, so all right. so you're all right. So here's the funny thing. So here's the funny like thing is like. So I'd been going for we'd been going there for years, and then when Sharon like Sharon came and mm-hmm. she works for Spirit Halloween, and so this is all she does all year long is like Halloween stuff. We got so busy that none of us were able to get a costume. The weakest costumes ever. Like, you would think for Spirit. Oh Halloween. my God! Yeah, you would think for That's, Spirit. Mind Halloween. you, I I had always dressed up before, but like, like a sheet with two holes would have been better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was so. I'm just like we were so embarrassed because we just. We didn't get a chance to do a costume, and she works for yeah. Spirit Halloween, and so we show up, and it's just like we had no costume. And but it, right? she was impressed with the party. So if you get, if you can impress yeah. a representative for Spirit yeah, Halloween, so she that's she good. was like, "This is the best." She you know she said, "Okay, this is the so best 2021, <laughs> 2021 is is it looking Active like California? Is that what we're looking at? Is, is, is it looking at? like it's? I, I don't know. Let's ask. Should we? Uh, well, 
don't happening. want to go there. We'll see what happens in 2021. We'll see what happens towards October, right? Because okay. you start planning around June, July, I think, right? Um, early. Yeah, I mean, we start planning as early as now. I mean, <laughs> are we going to bring the whole yeah, audience yeah, to yeah, your party? Bro, we're going to bring the debate, the, 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 yeah, whole the debate team. team. Oh, yeah, there you go. Wow, I don't, know, I don't know if we could sponsor that many people. Dude, debate camp this year. That's a thing. <laughs> That's debate camp at Dance, at dance Tiki Party. Halloween right? debate dance camp. Halloween so, so that's what we've done. So we've, yes changed, no. we've changed. I had a game room, <laughs> and the game room used to be an art gallery. And, and when I first moved into the house, I, I stocked it with the pool table and the ping pong and the foosball for the kids. Right. 800-square-foot stupid yeah, game room, by the way. Yeah, in it's, one it's room big. in the house. Right. Right. So I, I stocked it with all the games for the kids, and they never used it. They never came over. My daughter, you know, I love her to death and everything, but she just, it just never got used. And then, so I was going to build the tiki bar outside. And then my wife says, no, you know, take the game room to stop spending money out there and spend it in the, in the house. And she made sense. And I'm thankful that that we went that route. But now that it's the tiki room, everybody, everybody, nobody can. Can you call it what it's called? The Black Pearl Lounge. Yes. Uh, As soon as you open the doors, the cats, the dogs, the grandkids, everybody wants to hang out in there. Nobody wants to leave. And and, it's just, you know, the escapism of the room really helps out a lot. So I love it. Dan has the one tiki mug I made. Especially for myself. My favorite. My favorite. House, yep. I kind of wish I never gave That is my favorite mug. And that's why it's regrets. my favorite. Regrets. That's right. Regrets. That's right. The fact that I could dangle it over Dave's head whenever he comes over. And I've literally never, it does because he walks right underneath it. So so I've never released a tiki mug. I mean, I've had hundreds of people ask, literally. I'm like, no, I haven't Coming soon. Tiki mug, whatever. Yeah. You know? Coming soon. So, yeah. Well, there is one. But I did actually carve. I made about 12 mugs by Didn't myself one, by the way just fyi well yeah, you know only ranking one exactly <laughs> so i mean my buddy has a ceramic studio in santa Ana, so i'd go over there and play around so i i made like 12 mugs i carved them all by my myself and they're all kind of fun i think all of them are still there except for the one i gave you that i made for <laughs> myself because i made this extra large one to fit my hand okay and i brought it to his party and he loved it so much and he's like oh i love your Blah 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 blah. You've never made a tiki mug, and I was like, "Here you go." Yeah, right, drunk, right. You know? So, yeah. so me and Dave have always had a relationship. When I met <laughs> like, him, is we trade art. Now I don't too. have it. So I've always been <laughs> right. A, artists so do that. As soon as I met Dave, I, I've been a huge fan from day one. Right, Even before right. I met Dave, when I saw right. his art on the wall, huge fan. Um, and so since I met Dave, we've we've kind of just traded art back Very and nice. forth. And yeah. I see I see a lot of Very art nice. that Dave does that inspires me to maybe carve a piece for him to you know to, yeah. to, to yeah. throw back at him. And Dave's always and reciprocated brought, with I brought stuff one that and, you carved. Not that yeah, we can yeah. see it on the podcast. So. Um, but yeah, we can see it on the podcast, but and it's very cool. We'll we'll put that on a video for our listeners so that they can see that on a video. Well, thank you. So, but we are at the one hour mark, so I'm going to oh wow are put we? put the brakes on this one because I have a plan that I want to try to execute before the sun goes down. More shots nice. of whiskey? Oh, oh. I'm all for that. Now that, we've, now that we're lubricated, but I'm going to throw this out to you guys. Uh, we'll re- we'll throw this out after we finish the recording. But So in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and sign this one off, but I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. And before we wrap up, why don't we throw out everybody's social medias or anything that we want to promote? I want to make sure that people know about the new McBiff shirt. Oh, yeah. I guess we should talk about beautiful. that. Because, beautiful. Because, I mean, we, we – yeah. It's nice. Pockets it's beautiful. line up. Absolutely. Pockets line <laughs> up. Absolutely. Bring, just, bring back memories. I'm not just trying to promote the shirt. I'm trying no, to sell. promote it. Promote no, it. No, but no. it's don't a very shy. special project to me. Yeah. There so is let's so, do it. I mean, I think it relates to everybody. I mean, especially this past year. So many things have been closed. So many places have been gone. Mm -hmm. 
And throughout the years, a lot of our favorite places have closed down. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm so nostalgic. I have always been like that. I I want to make a design to put some of these places that I love and miss and other ones that I've never even been to that other people love into some kind of design. I mean, I've right. never seen that before. So my first one, I put Don the Beachcombers on there because that's the one I miss the most. Yeah. You know, so Don's is like front and center on this shirt. And I got like Trader Vic's and Beverly Hills, you know? Right, and, right. I really miss Bahookas. I, I mean, right. that was my introduction. I love Bahookas. I love it. You know? I used to go there every year for my birthday. There's Kona Lanes on here. Kona Lanes. Dawn's. You know? And um, what else do I got on here? Jesus. Too many well, I see Dawn. I, mean, I, I see Dawn's. I've never been to Kahiki, but everybody talks about it. I love it. So it's a great and Kelbos. I so mean, if people want to, Big Toe told me to put Kelbos on. If people want to <laughs> get this shirt or see this shirt. Let's throw out the web page, mcbiff.com. www.mcbiff.com. mcbiff.com. And if you want to follow our friend McBiff, we can uh, throw out the Instagram at mcbiffart.com. Yeah, you just type in McBiff, you'll find it. And He's our friend famous. Dan He's Watson famous. is also an artist. Dan Watson. You can find me at danwatsonart.com or danwatsonart on Yahoo or, or, or pardon me, on Facebook or Instagram. And then we run a, uh, my wife's running a uh, page for the Black Pearl Lounge. That's our uh, home Black tiki Pearl bar. Uh, and that's on Instagram and Facebook as well. Okay. And for photographers, if you're looking to photograph at a really cool tiki place, you know, Black Pearl Lounge. Black Dan- Pearl and, Lounge. and we've got Rick Miller as the photographer. If and Rick Miller. And let's throw out Rick Miller. Speaking that's of it, Rick Miller. The fabulous. The fabulous Rick Miller. The fabulous spicy Rick Miller. And, and what's your Instagram? Uh, Rick Miller Time. Rick Miller Time. At Rick Miller Time. And follow us at Polynesian Pop. You can get previous episodes of this podcast at DesertOasisRoom.com. And we thank you all for listening to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. Until next time, folks. Cheers. Cheers. And aloha. Sláinte. Tagai. Sláinte. Tagai. 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 Tagai.